I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Do you remember when we were friends in the 80s? In the 80s. Do you remember when we was friends back then? Those 40 years have gone so fast Now we're two old cunts making a podcast Just talking about when we were friends in the 80s In the 80s Remembering when we were young in the 80s You alright? Yeah, I'm alright, you alright? Yeah, I'm alright uh, Happy New Year uh, to you and to the listeners Pass the cut off. Yeah, sort of. It's the, it's the 11th. We're actually getting in quite early. Don't tell them what date we're recording next. Then right. they'll all complain when they yeah. hear what day it goes out. True, true. Uh, well, happy new year anyway. Um, thanks for, for listening um, for the last... How long have we been doing this now? Three years and four months. Fucking hell. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. So well, we've got... How long we got to go? 40... Hmm. Six years. <laughs> oh, until the nineties. Six, yeah, six years and seventy-two episodes, so we can put it out. It's misery. What would the nineties be called? It wouldn't be called acceptable in the nineties, would it? No, it'd be called retirement. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be acceptable in the nineties. Nah. Tolerated in the nineties. Yeah, if you tolerate this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, look, um, before we get into today's episode, um, let's thank our sponsors. So, we've got a new sponsor today, and uh, let's uh, let's have a little look into this one, because, uh, well, I'll tell you what, before we do it, we're going to we, we shout out the MSC, uh, and today uh, I'm going to mention uh, Mr. Ben Metcalf. So, Ben's, I mean, you've never met Ben. I've heard of him. Unit. Yeah. Unit. Big unit. Yeah, yeah, it does a bit of wrestling. Uh, bald head, sort of like goatee, like look, looks like looks like like looks like a Northern Doorman. What do you mean he does a bit of wrestling? Does like wrestling? I think he's wrestling this weekend at the Tangate. He messaged to say, "Do you want to come and watch me wrestle?" Oh, really? Yeah. Like that's a- that's one of the gayest invites I've ever heard. Do you want to come and watch me wrestle? Yeah, like by the fire with some other bloke in the nude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've stayed. He in... ain't one of them kind of wrestlers, is he? No, because when Hardcore is on a live show, he had a little Airbnb, and he said to me and Chris, "You do you want to stay with me?" And we were both a little bit like, 
Um, and did you? Yeah. Fireplace? Uh, no fireplace. Um, it was just a really nice bloke. Yeah? Yeah, well, he's a, he's a big unit, so I'm not going to say anything otherwise. Snored. Is he going to come after he snored? Yeah. A lot of big people do, though. He's yeah. probably got sleep apnea. Maybe. It was fucking noisy. I could hardly hear myself snore. Did he get a good night's rest, though? Like, cause he, he, If you're having a wrestling bout, I'd imagine you need a good night's rest. Ben, have you ever considered having one of them masks? Maybe. Roach Not like Kendo it. Nagasaki, no. you know, like I'm about sleep apnea mask. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went to a stag do, uh, and uh, we was all in, in separate rooms, and uh, in the room next to me was my mate Speedo Steve, you know little Steve. Yeah. Uh, but Justin was sharing a room with this bloke that had sleep apnea, <laughs> and he's a big boy, and at the end of the night, we was all very drunk, and this picture popped up on our WhatsApp group that, that Gav weren't aware of. Yeah. Of him in his pants, like, with all of his mask on. What J- Justin had took. No, it was actually, uh, <laughs> it was the, the person that does the Say What podcast with Big Papa J, it was Tony, uh, put, put this <laughs> picture up and just put... The Emperor's let himself go, and it really (laughs) And what was brilliant was, as I opened it, all I could hear was Speedo in the room next to me pissing himself (laughs) that he got it at the same time. Uh, So, yeah, Ben, if you don't need the sleep apnea mask, swerve it, mate, because uh, it's not the best look. No, I think that could be a good gimmick. Yeah? Yeah, for a wrestling. Walking or wrestling, coming in, like, with the the old uh, mask on. Yeah. Fair enough. Pull it off, swing it around your head by the wires, and just clump someone around the head with it. Does he wear a leotard? I've not asked him. I've not asked him. You've got no pictures of him wrestling? I haven't, no. Has no. he ever come loose doing a move? Hmm. I don't know. I reckon he's got large bollocks. Yeah. Like So I reckon there's a chance that they could fall out. I imagine he'd wear like a kind of cycling short under something. Just in case you yeah. don't have, yeah, don't have, is that is that a disqualification if you inadvertently teabag an opponent? I'm not sure of the rules, but it's definitely frowned upon. Because what's that one where you fucking get them upside down? Is it a pole driver? Yeah, and you kind of like drop them on their head. Yeah, like their head is by your nuts for a moment. Then, well, I mean that's a double-edged sword. You could drop their head on your nuts. Yeah, no one needs that, and it'd act as a pillow for them. <laughs> Thanks to the MSC for, uh, for for sponsoring the podcast. We've got um, a one-off uh, uh, sponsor today who's reached out, and uh, and he's just got in touch as uh, as Neil uh, Neil Holiday. That's a good name, isn't it? Isn't it? Hol- yeah. Imagine having Holiday as your second name. Would it ruin your holidays though? There'd Could be a lot of people making jokes, wouldn't there? Oi, oi, holidays on holiday. It'd start when you go to the travel agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey? Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Um, <clears throat> anyway, he said, uh, this is a gift <clears throat> for me lad, Patrick. So this is his son. Uh, I've got him into the podcast uh, the last few months, and he's now a massive fan and a Pat Roach aficionado. Hold um, on, hold on. He's Hang on, wait for this, right? He turns 19 on the 22nd of January. He must be our youngest listener. 
Uh, so it'd be great if you could get it uh, if we could get it in next month. So that's this month. Uh, we're from Liverpool, uh, but he's been away at uni in Swansea. He's recently just been uh, split up from his uh, his first long term bird, uh, and he's now off to Amsterdam on the twenty fifth. So we've got to get it out before the twenty second. Got eleven days to edit the podcast. I mean, what I meant mean to say is, what's it, uh, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Patrick! Sorry to hear about you and your bird, but listen, go to Amsterdam, fill your boots. What do you mean? Huh? What do you mean? Let's have a couple of beers. A couple, of, a couple of hash cakes. Right. A couple of hash browns. Yep. Uh, a few beers. Yep. Uh, and having a course with a sex worker. <laughs> Film it and send it to your old man. <laughs> what a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Happy 19th, Patrick. Oh, mate. Go to Amsterdam. You're going to have the best fucking time ever, mate. Fill your absolute boots, my friend. And don't forget to go to the Anne Frank Museum. Yeah. Yeah. Rhyming slang. Oh, oh, right. That's yeah. that's what they call. Yeah, you have to go in there and you can beat off anywhere. Ah, yeah. Well, no one's going to find you. No. Like excellent, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> All right. So that's, uh, that's 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 a big shout out uh, to, to to Patrick Holiday. Uh, thanks loads. You are uh, the, the the sponsor of this. Patrick's going on holiday. I know, and his name's oh, Holiday. Brilliant, brilliant. Do that, do the animal. Oh, fantastic. Right. Okay. Lovely sponsors. Thank you so much. If you want to sponsor the podcast, drop us a little message on Instagram uh, or Twitter, and uh, and it's 99 quid, and we'll uh, we're, we're, essentially we'll just be really rude about you. Well, about Patrick. No, no, it's quite no. He's, he's had a rough time, hasn't he? Yep. He got, I presume he got dumped. Like, yeah, no one, no one dumps their bird, do they, when they're 19? No, no, because you just. Unless you've got another one ready. Yeah, yeah. And, he's uh, probably not going to have it off for the foreseeable future. Although it's different nowadays, isn't it? Because you just go online, couple of swipes, and before you know it, you're back in some bird's boudoir, choking her, slapping her around, handful of spit on the bum hole. That's what the kids like nowadays. And that cost you about eighty euros. <laughs> <laughs> have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! Right, January nineteen eighty four. Um, they love it, don't they? The young and all that chuck. They're all choking, aren't you they? You keep bringing this up. You keep bringing this up, and it's worrying me because, like, I don't see you as someone that's a maverick in the bedroom doing all of that. Oh no, I just like straight sex. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great name for an album. <laughs> Cut to straight sex. I'm not. <laughs> I don't all that choking business. Like, no, it's for the young uns. Like and, and and people that like Marilyn Manson. Right. Like I'm not kink shaming anyone. Do what you fucking do. Yeah. You do whatever you like, as long as everyone's into it. But no, nah, ain't for me. It's like straight sex. Just all the usual things. Yeah. Nothing out of the ordinary. Spanking up my. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Films? You know, licking round her. <laughs> but not round her. Uh, you should definitely put some sand effects over them too. <laughs> <fucking>. <laughs> licking round her. 
but not round up. (laughs) 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 All right. Films. Have you got anything? Yeah. No? Two. All right, what you got? Uh, Number one. Breaking, a.k.a. in the UK, it was called Breakdance. The movie. No, it was just called Breaking. Breakdance, the movie. No, it was just called Breakdance. Yeah, the movie. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen Breakdance, the movie? I think I saw it. I think I must have seen it, you know, in the 80s at some point. But I couldn't remember anything about it. I went and had a little look and... Uh, Went on Wikipedia and that. He said, have you seen... Because it said it come from a documentary called Breaking and Entering. What? I don't know. I don't know about that. Is it the word entering? <laughs> just, just come from a very sexy conversation. Uh, what are you up to? I'm just looking at the cast because Ozone died. <clears throat> Ozone died maybe last year. Oh. Or the year before. I think... Um, what's his name? Turbo. He's still alive. Uh, I don't know about that. I think there's a curse of breakdance. Well, I suppose there. What did Ozone die? What's the cause of death? Uh, Let's have a look. I think he was quite a famous dancer. Um, Oh. Adolfo uh, Gordon Quitones, known professionally as Shabadoo, was an American actor, breakdancer, and choreographer of African-American dancing. Uh, Died the 29th of December 2020. Oh, very sad. I love Breakdance the movie. I imagine, like, I, I watched, I, I tried to find it today, but I ended up just watching the Ollie and Jerry There's No Stopping Us, No Stopping video. Which how, is, how fucking good is that song? That song's fucking amazing. It's not something I'd ever think to listen to, but it's I brilliant. stuck it on it just to get all them fucking vibes and you're back in the 80s, isn't it's you? very Arthur Baker. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Like, I don't know if he'd done that. But it's no, they done it. Oh, really? But yeah. Like, yeah. I think they wrote and produced it. They was like a couple. Of, I found all this out off Wikipedia. They were just a couple of session men. Oh right, had like a drummer and a bass player, and they'd done it all themselves. Fucking great. Uh, yeah, I imagine that film ain't going to hold up so well now. But uh, no, the, the, the clips I looked at did look a bit like stiff and fucking yeah. shit. Because there was that, and there was Wild Style. And I remember they were all the things that like you desperately wanted because you just couldn't get anything when yeah. you were kids, could you? Like back then, uh, yeah. What else you got? Um, well, I was going to ask while we're talking about that, what breakdancing moves could you do? Did, uh, did you have any in your repertoire? Not really. Did you practice breakdancing? Yes. <laughs> what at home? Yeah, like I, I, I used to want to be able to do a swan dive. I could do a swan dive. Yeah, I think I could do a swan dive. Uh, caterpillar. Bizarrely. There's no point doing a swan dive if you're not going to do caterpillar no. afterwards, is there? But what's interesting is the room that we're sitting in now, about eight years ago, me mate and his missus come down from Coventry <laughs> and we was having this very discussion. Mm. I cleared out all of these seats because I made a fucking drunken fucking statement I could still do a swan dive. Yeah. No? Really hurt. Like, I'd probably, if I was going to show off and do it, I'd probably do it on carpet. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I couldn't. You don't do need line out to do a swan dive, do you? No. Sort of the spinning stuff. Yeah. Could you do? I mean, I, I remember you used to do like the, uh, like all the. 
No, I've never done that. The only thing I could do was that one. Yeah, I used to you do know, a like bit of that. You make a, wa- you make a wave little... from elbow to elbow with your hands yeah. joined in the middle. That's the only thing I can do. I, I can't, can't do ro- robot. Nah. You do robot? Nah. I, 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 well, I did it a little bit, didn't I? Like, I could do like a bum a spin. Pe- Peter Crouch did it. I kind of emulated yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do a back spin. Big Papa J can do a windmill. I know, because he did one in the Shave and Avon video, didn't he? he? Did. Of course he did. Yeah. Did did he he body doubled me, didn't he? So it looked like I did a windmill. <laughs> That's incredible. You're about six foot four and he's about five foot four. <clears throat> That's what I like to do with body doubles, is just make someone who don't look like you. Buckley could do some uh, break dancing as well. He, he had do... all he had all the fucking <clears throat> Michael Jackson moonwalk moves, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he, he could do all of that. Yeah. Uh um, but that, that was it. Oh, there was a big burn at my school. Like, in the first oh, really? scene, there was a big burn. And uh, and it was our mate Ross, DJ Destruction, yeah. uh, against Adrian. What, he oh. was dancing or was he just <clears> scratching? <throat> no, it was, in the, it was in the drama studio. And if I went there one lunchtime, I threw their linos down. And Ross was doing, like, his break dancing. And then Adrian, I can't think what his second name was, uh, literally just fucking done an head spin and won. He did a head spin? Yeah, done a head spin. Like, what, as in he practised it, or he just did it once and pulled it off? Just fucking jumped on the line over, and they were all having a little burn. He'd done a head spin, it was like winner. I mean, that's... Like, Everyone rolled up their line and went and put it in a skip. <laughs> <laughs> Still talked about to this day. Could you do crazy legs? No. No, I couldn't do any of it. Oh, what, where you just sort of run, and then you go back and then that way? You just kind of, yeah. Yeah, I can do that, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Can you? Yeah. Hmm. But that's, I reckon that's the only thing I could still do. How many that? out of ten would you give your crazy legs? Three. A <laughs> <laughs> shit of crazy legs. Back spin? Uh, no, I don't think I've done one since I was about 11. Do, do you, could you do one? How many times round could you go? One and a half. <laughs> I don't think I made it around 360 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever try a windmill? Nah, nah. I wasn't that brave. I think I'd just like flick my leg in the air, like flipped over at my neck and just gave up. I'd love to be able to break dance. Scorpion. What's that? You know, <laughs> and that the one where you kind of go onto your hands and you kind of put your legs up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, fucking hell. I ain't got that sort of core strength. Fucking hell. Yeah, you might have had back in the day. No, I wouldn't have. No. Break dancing. Scrubbers. Did you see that? No. All right. When that that weren't on movie web. Really? I'm starting to think movie web don't have any. I've, although I've got one, I've got a bit of a sexy one. But not, tell, tell me about Scrubbers. Do remember that? Oh, I remember oh, seeing that. Oh, that don't look sexy. No, it, ain't. it looks harrowing. I remember seeing it in the, the the video shop when I was a kid, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" Like that looked well good. Um, I thought Scrubbers was just going to be like a load of old rotters. No, nah, like shit goes down in prison. Oh. So, I want to ask you, right, how you see this, right? So, like, uh, you get you get banged up for, for gobbing off about the government and, and, and the king and stuff. What they bang me up for? What What's the charge? Uh, too loud. <laughs> um, <laughs> Someone complained. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, j- just giving you, like, yeah. Just being a maverick? No, no. Um, being too maverick. There's, you're not found guilty of anything, but the, the court just decide that they want to enforce a comeuppance. 
Right, okay. What modern day we're talking? Because you know we are. We have we have gone over, haven't we? We've gone over from 1983 to 1984. Okay, right. So we're this in is ni- just the kind of thing that happened, isn't it, in 1984. Well, yeah. I mean, it didn't though, did it? We're in an Orwellian well, right. dystopian future. Well, it can be then. All right. So look, you 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 walk in right, and so you're wearing. They've given you some like grey a grey jogging suit, right? But they've only got like a small, right? So it's like it's really <laughs> fucking tight. Like it's coming right up the backs of your like your calves and that, and like and you're walking in and you have got like your fucking your towel and like a couple of toiletries in your hands, and everyone's just going away lanky and just fucking. What like, about me sweatshirt? The like, arms really long and the cuffs like, are like up I mean, by, you, the cuffs are up by my elbows. Up by your elbows, it looks like one of them sort of crop tops, like you know, <laughs> sort of thing that Pat Benatar wearing a pop video. <laughs> I mean, you're sort of walking in, everyone's just pointing and laughing at you. Like, they can sell you, like, all your eyes are red where you've been crying because you know you're going down. And, like, and then, like, they sort of direct you, like, through, like, the, the easy part of the prison and you get in the real fucking naughty bit. Yeah. And then, like, ultimately... They I ain't going to be in the naughty bit. Well, no, because you look a bit noncy, they're like, <laughs> right, look, we need, for your own safety, mate, we need to, like, fucking look after you. But I know that, like, that's the fucking wing where, like, you can make the most money. There's a lot of vulnerable people there. Yeah. So, like, I've positioned myself in that wing, right, and I'm running it, right? <laughs> you ain't running the wing. Right. So you're there, like, in your fucking ill-fitting, like, joggers and that, and, like, and a screw just says to you, like, uh, cunt in there, mate. And, like, and as you walk in, I'm there on top bunk, right? Yeah. And I'm just there, I've got my legs, my legs crossed, and I'm just, like, laying back, like, like rolling a fag. What are you in for, nonce? Like, no, 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 I'm in for, like, uh, I built a few coppers. Oh, hard stuff. Like, yeah. How long are you doing? Uh, how long is your stretch? Ten stretch? Yeah, ten stretch, yeah. yeah Why'd with... you build the coppers? Because what they found on your hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> no, they tried to nick me for drink driving. I told them I'd drive better when I've had a few pints, but they weren't having a drop of it. So Kids just, body in the boat. So I just belted them, yeah. Um, so I just kind of, like, roll me fag, light it, and like, and you're like, I can see your legs are shaking. And like, well, I just stood in the doorway, still with your stuff in your hand. And like, and I'll just say to you, why are you standing there like that, you soppy prick? Right? What do you say? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How do you want me to stand? <laughs> sit down. Where shall, I, where shall I sit down? Don't you sit on your, your bottom bunk? I'm top bunk. I, I don't like going on the bottom bunk. Why? Like, what if you wee in the night and it drips through me? <laughs> like, you might you might start laughing in the night and laugh so much you wee yourself and it might come all through the bed on me. When they banged me up, one of the things they took off me was my action force sheet, right? So I'm not going to fucking wee myself. Right, I'll go on the bottom bunk then. Right, okay. Right, but I can't sit on it because I'm so tall. You're going to just bang your head? I'm just going to bang my head. Right. I'll be like a dodgem. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think? Can at, we switch? Like, no, I don't think so. Why do you think you'd be better as a fucking as, as like a kingpin? Well, I'm so tall. When I sit on the top bunk, my feet touch the floor anyway. Oh, for fuck's sake! All right, all right, fair enough. Right, you can have top bunk. Yes. Very low ceilings in that cell. Like, but I'll go bottom bunk. Like, how are you going to try and fucking keep me sweet? And how are you going to try and fucking keep your head above water in there? Um, just suck you off. <laughs> whenever you want 
any time you get an hard on, I'm going to suck you off. <laughs> wake up. <laughs> wake up, wake up, wake up. I've just got back to sleep. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, is I, that it? Well, I don't know. Like, I, I just wondered how you was going to find the whole uh, sort of situation of dealing with like me being the big cheese, you coming in. Would you want to try and end up running the wing? Um, no, it's too. I, I hate organising things. I hate all the admin. It's just easier to suck you off. <laughs> <laughs> just don't let your mates go through me. All right, fair enough. I can do that. Right, I've got a film uh, <laughs> that was also out called Handgun. Handgun. That's a great name for a film, isn't it? Yeah. And it just made it me think... think of Tackleberry. <laughs> yeah. Like, how good would it have been if we would have had a gun when we were, like, growing up? No. I had a gun. You fucking took it apart, put it back together. There was two screws missing. It didn't work anymore. No, like, I mean, like... Like an actual gun with bullets. It was a gat gun. Yeah, imagine that if we was just, like, I don't know, over the dipping and, like... We'd have all just shot each other for a laugh. Someone would have died. cloth bank bags and it had, like, a little revolver in it. Like, <sighs> imagine like that. Like, would you have been the hardest kid in your year? What, with a gun? Yeah. I think you would have until the actual old kid took the gun off you and <laughs> fucking shot you with it. <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 can you remember like Bollocks had that blank firing gun? No. Like, so Bollocks had this like, I don't even remember a blank firing gun, but it was like a replica yeah. of like a proper like sort of cowboys, like I don't know what you call them. Yeah. Like six shooter. Yeah. Like a Colt 45. It's fucking massive. And like I remember thinking that's well cool, and like and I was like bring it out, and he was like oh, no, my mum said I'm not to bring it out. I was like bring it out, <laughs> and I had my Volvo at the time, and we was driving down the A13, and someone was sort of like driving alongside us, <laughs> and I went give us the gun, and I remember just like tapping it on the windscreen on the on the sort of side window, like, window. and when they looked, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Here's was, Johnny. And I was driving with one end on the steering wheel and the other end. I was waving a gun around. <laughs> and you think, I wouldn't do that in 2024. I no. shouldn't have done it in 1993. I'll blame woke. Like, <laughs> sometimes it ain't all bad to be that, a bit more woke. People shouldn't be waving handguns around. I mean, it, it weren't a real gun, but I remember thinking... No, but I can't imagine you ending up like triangulated by police cars with everyone just fucking pointing guns at you. Roy Moat. <laughs> Roy Moat. <laughs> I'll visit you over the woods with dressing gown and some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, fucking hell. Um, what else you got on films? I've got a film called uh, Hot Dog, the movie. That looks a bit porky, doesn't it? It's, uh, it said it's a skiing sex comedy. Uh, have you read the, the thing on that? Because I looked at this. Like, Skiing sex comedy starring Patrick Hauser as Harkin Banks. Have you got the cover, the the the, the, the cover of it, the picture of it? Uh, nah. Oh, I had this because I, I looked at it and I was like, uh, where is it? Hot dog. Oh, yeah, I got it now. Oh, no, maybe it's not that one then. It's like a cartoon, uh, a cartoon cover. Hot dog, the movie. Oh, it says hot dog, the movie. Yeah, but it's not breakdance, the movie. So hot dog, the movie. 
has a load of people in a hot tub at the bottom of a ski slope and lots of kind of, you know, the standard cartoon birds with their bangers hanging out. Someone split their trousers. Sounds brilliant. I've got... Apparently he picks up an Austrian nemesis named Rudy and enters a love triangle with a pair of blondes. Sounds like Rod Stewart's holiday, doesn't it? it, it, When I looked at that, it did reference Porky's on it. It said, like, if Porky's was what college was or something, like, this film is what it is to, like, skiing Mm. or something like that. Hot dog. Like, that's the sort of thing that I would have seen at the fucking video Yeah, the video shop, definitely. I, I think I might have even... I really would have loved to have watched that, but that would definitely be one that, like, if my mum and dad got it out, I wouldn't want to watch it with them. No. God, no. Oh, Shannon Tweed was in it. Can you hear the word skiing without thinking of some bird sat in the middle of a couple of fellas wanking and bogue off? (laughs) (laughs) No. Go on. I have that problem. Whenever I hear the word skiing, I think of a bird sat in the middle of a couple of fellas wanking and both off. Right. Um, but my window cleaner, every time he comes round, he, he goes skiing. And he always tells me about his skiing, and he goes skiing with his mates. And he's a really nice bloke and a family man. Every time he says about skiing, I imagine him in the middle of a couple of his mates wanking them all off. I saw a video that came out this month called American Taboo. Oh, what's that? Let me tell you. Paul, a shy photographer of 30 years, avoids relationships in favour of the safety landscape of photography. He is drawn into intimacy by a teenage youth that moves in next door and and insinuates herself into his life. It does sound like Stuart Campbell. Um, The word taboo, does it just mean nonce? Well, no, I mean, it, it depends how you say it. If you say it like, taboo. <laughs> that sounds like an Urban Ink discount. <laughs> Won't be needing them anymore, will we? No. Um, no, no, taboos are just things that people don't like to talk about, aren't they? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey. Nonsies. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's the ultimate taboo, isn't it? What else you got? Uh, what, for taboos? No, for, for films. Necrophilia. That weren't a film. You no, just, it's a taboo. Just, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, bumming animals. Oh, we ain't mentioned there's a new Police Academy film. You sent us that little thing, didn't you? Well, yeah, there's a new Police Academy film. And it's got I, Kerry Mahoney in it. Of, of, yeah, it's got Kerry Mahoney in it. I wonder whether it's got anyone else in it. Of, uh, did you go and have a little Google or anything? No. No, me neither. I hope it's, it's going to... Who's left? Michael Winslow's left, hasn't he? Well, out of, as left as in alive. Yeah. Yeah, they've lost a few in recent years, haven't they? They've lost fucking Hightower. Hooks. Tackleback. Hooks has died. I hope I haven't killed off Hooks. Tackle about Well, someone yeah. said he killed off David Soul last month, but I can't remember talking about David Soul. <sighs> He's dead anyway. Yeah. He ain't going to be in the new Police Academy, unless they filmed it before he died. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Callahan. <sighs> yeah, but would it be? Mm. She's going to have an old lady's fanny these days, isn't she? Um, <laughs> is Lassard still alive? No, <laughs> fucking hell. He only died a couple of years ago, Lassard. He must have been 110. No, he's... I don't know. What, what was it like? Four, so, so, police cameras 40 years ago in March, wasn't it? So, I'll, look, police we should talk be, about this next, in March, then, yeah, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, could, because we could actually go and see it before we record the episode. Oh, let's do that. Let's do that. Little game upstairs, downstairs? Oh, Yeah. Okay, simple game. I uh, give cunt some uh, 80 celebrities. Um, uh, we discuss what's going on upstairs um, with their hair. I'm more intrigued as to know what's going on downstairs. I'm going to kick things off um, with Mr. Leo Sayer. Like for like. Yeah. In the nude, you can't work out which way up he is. Right. Okay, so you could literally just spin him around. It doesn't matter. A bit smaller, like little Leo. Right. Yeah, his cock looks like his head in a house of mirrors. Right. Okay. Okay. Mick Hucknall. Oh, Hucknall. I would imagine Mick Hucknall's cock looks like a chewed up bit of chewing gum. Mm. He's got an horrible cock. Too much foreskin. Really? Yeah, such a lot. <laughs> it, t- it takes two like two little pinch fingers to pull the whole lot back. Yeah. And he's got a tiny helmet. Bright pink. Yep. And around it, quite a lot of ginger pubes. Uh, I'd, I'd say his cock looks like Annie poking her tongue out. Brinsley Ford of Aswad. Oh. Brinsley Ford, famously uh, big dreadlocks upstairs. Yeah, I was, going, I was getting around to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, of, of course, yeah. it matches downstairs. Dread. Dreaded pubes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he sticks a reefer in the end of his cock. <laughs> so, so it looks like he's having a good old toke. You can get photos of that on their merch stand, can't you, on T-shirts? Yeah. They, yeah. they put it in a shape picture disc once. <laughs> <laughs> For the follow-up to Don't Turn Around. 
I swear, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and lastly, Terry Nutkins. Oh, Nutkins. See, again, it's, it's the same upstairs as downstairs. A few straight pubes around the side, long, mm. long. Some long some, pubes or long stem. Uh, both. Mm. Yeah, I, I would say Nutkins's cock probably looks like Mick Fleetwood. I reckon he's got lanky bollocks. Do you reckon he's got lanky bollocks? Yeah, just really low-hanging bollocks. Do you reckon they're lower than his helmet? Yeah. He's got, yeah. A, he's got a long cock, though, Nutkins. I, I think he's, his bollocks are like, if you lift up his stem, his bollocks look unnatural. I, I, I'm going the other way, because I think that's why he's called Nutkins, because ah. they're small and cute, right. like a couple of little hazelnuts yeah. with a great big conk in front of them. <laughs> Fair enough. There'll be more upstairs, downstairs uh, next month. And, and when he has sex, he always takes precautions. He wears a rubber Johnny Morris. <laughs> <laughs> I wish more people still use the word rubber Johnny. Yeah, it's, it's good, fucking isn't it? brilliant, yeah. isn't it? Uh, music. Yep. All right. What What have you got in your chart, mate? I did a little um, top ten rundown, but then I, I, I sort of got side <laughs> sidetracked in the middle of it. Um, so do you want to run down from ten to one? Yeah, you do it. You do it. Uh, number ten, Islands in the Stream by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, number nine, You When You Pissed, Lionel Richie, Face Falling Off Your Head, Running With a Night. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Billy Joel, Tell Her About It. Yeah. Uh, number seven, uh, status quo's margarita time. Yeah. Do you know what I found out today? Go on. Uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners covered it on the back of This Is What She's Like. Wow. Didn't know that. Busy day? Oh, but, uh, <laughs> I have a quite a busy day. She's been doing the musical, uh, the, doing the incidental music for Shannon Matthews, the musical. But, you know, you've got to do a little bit of research, and you? But sure. trouble is when you go down a rabbit hole. And, so, so I wanted to hear it, and I went and, went and found it on YouTube. And do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like it's going to go into, you know, because of you. What are the old brushstrokes? Yeah, that's what it sounds, which was them. It sounds like that might have been what inspired them to do the brushstrokes theme. Uh, number six, Bird of Paradise, Snowy White. Do you know that? Nah. No, do you know that was one of the ones that I had no fucking idea what it was. Ex Finn Lizzy guitarist. Sounds like a, like a parody of a Dire Straits song. Snowy White. And looking at him, I'm sure I'm sure Antonio's dad had the album. Oh, really? Yeah. He, yeah. he, did, he did have an album. I think that was the only hit, hit he had. Mm. Um, number five, fucking hell, have you heard this? A Rocking Good Way by Shaky and Bonnie. Uh, Stevens and Tyler. Yeah. Fuck no. Oh, it's fucking dreadful. It's really bad. Oh, the denim. It's just like, yeah, it's really waft. The, oh. the video's like them two just like on a stage sort of badly lip sync. It looks like it costs about 15 quid. Do, do you find that with shaky stuff? I reckon he must be fucking minted because it don't look like no one spent any fucking money on, on the production of his songs, on the the videos are always really fucking budget, aren't they? And he, and he had 33 top 40 hits in the 1980s. Well, that video where he does, so what do you want to make those eyes yeah. <laughs> at me for? Like... Vic Reeves is in that video. Like, yeah, it's just, just him dancing in the street. It's just it? him dancing in the ice street and just loads of fucking mums going, oh, he's shaky. You think this was the time of fucking relax and girls on film? Yeah. 
tight bastard. Yeah, but he, he must be you know, good on him. Yeah. He must be fucking minty because pe- people running up massive fucking debts for their rental companies. Not Shaker, he's fucking yeah. quids in, isn't he? They should have been the Welsh national anthem. There's some Welsh powerhouses there, aren't there? Oh, imagine if that was a national anthem and you had to hear it all the time. The embarrassment on Gareth Bale's face as that was played. <laughs> Do you know what? I had Bonnie Tyler on the podcast. Oh, she was all right, wasn't she? She was fucking great. She had some proper stories. Yeah. Well, she's like, a proper person, though, isn't she, Bonnie Tyler? She is. And, like, just cut her teeth doing all the working men's clubs in, like, Swansea and stuff like that. She was, like, proper good value. Yeah. Like, Have you had Shaky on your podcast? Nah. Have you tried to get Shaky? Nah. Too good for you? Well, nah. You too good for him? Nah. Like, like tight fit? Remember that time you got off a tight fit you turned them I down? actually chased up Jay Aston from Bucks Fizz this week. Oh, really? Yeah, because she got COVIDed off last time. So I tried to get her back on and she was up for it, but it's all gone a bit flat again. But I just hope that like they don't know these people listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't said anything horrible about Jay Aston. If anything, we've said that she's the one we'd like to have it off with now. We didn't in the 80s. We would both had it off with Cheryl Baker, but now... Retrospectively, Jay Aston is filth. Didn't want her on anyway. <laughs> well, she got oh, in the top ten, mate. She's filth, isn't she, Jay? Right, um, number four. Um, that's "Living All Right" by Joe Fagin. Theme tune to the Swedish and Pep. Yeah, that's "Living All Right." That's a proper fella's song, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's up there with a the Minder theme tune, isn't it? For yeah, bloke theme. It, is it? I could be so good for you, a more bloke anthem, isn't it? I mean, it's just it's just Terry McCann just having a sing, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas this is about fucking a stack of fellas on a building site, isn't it? I think this might be blokier because I could be so good for you. He's trying to impress a bird. Yeah. These ones. I just want a pint. We kiss the dames. Yeah. Don't even ask their names. Yeah. Not bothered about what they're called. They're too busy snogging. Yeah. And then, following morning, they've had a skinful, up with a trowel. What? Mixing a bit of muck. Go on, lay, get, finish, finish your top ten, and then I want to go back to this. Uh, number three, What is Love by Howard Jones. Uh, number two, Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Soon to be number one, uh, but uh, at number one currently, Pipes of Peace by Paul McCartney. Been number one for two weeks, next week. I think yeah, we spoke minutes. about that because that was a Christmas number one, wasn't it? No, no, the Flying Pickets was Christmas number one, wasn't it? Oh, it was, wasn't it? Ba da, ba da, ba da da da, ba da da da, ba da da. Um, yeah, because we spoke about Spike's cock. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All around the world. Do, do, do. Uh, I, I haven't got a problem with Pipes Peace. I listened to it again today. Nice, no, nice. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Um, better than wonderful Christmas time, isn't it? Yes, rubbish. Um, I just feel that, like, being a Beatle, mm. he's a bit, he ain't really, like, living in the real world, is he? And I just think in 1984, just kind of, come on, everyone, let's just play the pipes a piece. I think we'd now moved into the generation where when things started getting a bit tasty, you just sort of put your pipe down and go, oi, oi, fucking leave it. Yeah. Like, it weren't, like... You wouldn't just go, come on, everyone, let's just play the pipes a piece. Yeah, so- I mean, what happens? So, Millwall Palace is on. Right. <laughs> right, it's been tearing up before the game. Yeah. 
There's people in Adidas with their eye sockets fucking hanging out. Half time, McCartney comes out playing the pipes of peace. Yeah. Ain't going to be like Cliff at Wimbledon, is it, with everyone singing along? No, he's just going to get pelted with them old school 10 P's. <laughs> <laughs> Sharp on the edges. Yeah. Now for a golf ball. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. I remember I was at, uh, we we done a gig once up the Civic. And, uh, and I don't know if you was there or it was your old man. But uh, who, 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 a fella called Jay, who later actually become quite a fan of the band, uh, he really didn't like us. And uh, and he said he had some nails in his car and he was going to go out to the boot of his car, get some nails, push him through an apple and throw him at my head. <laughs> and I think it was either you or your old man at the time. Uh, and I went, no, nah, no, nah, don't do that. No, nah, he's all right. That's probably my old man. I wouldn't, I'd have just gone. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss your keys, I'll go and get them. <laughs> You've got an hammer. It's quite an old apple, that. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Well, what, what, one, what one Jay round then? Um, we said he could come on stage and show off. Oh, he was the one that hung things off his knob? Yeah. 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 He, uh, I think he just didn't like the fact that we was loud and we wanted attention when he quite wanted attention. Yeah. But uh, Well, you certainly got him some attention. I pulled him along on stage. Uh, he had a ring through his bell end with a chain on it and uh, and he stood on a skateboard and I pulled him across the chain by his cock. <laughs> uh, at one point, he drew a dartboard on his back and we just threw darts in his back. Didn't he hang a fire extinguisher off his hung cock? Hung a fire extinguisher off his cock and swung it between his legs. Yeah, fucking hell. We've done some weird shit with him. But, uh, yeah, good times. <laughs> um, relax at number two. or sh- Is that on its way to number one? Yeah. Should we hold off on relax then? Yeah, talk about it next time. Yeah, yeah. Good though, isn't it, relax? It's fucking brilliant. I, like, I sort of like it even more. I like, what, what more than me? Yeah. I like the New York mix. Yeah. Takes ages to get going. You just get all the little layers. Apparently, that's what the whole of Stock Aitken and Walkman is based on—the New York mix of Relax. Really? Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I reckon I listen to that at least once a week when I have a little walk. Really? If I turn the dog out, because like it fucking goes on for ages. Yeah. And it's just like it just builds and builds and builds before you just. It's fucking brilliant. Well, if there's any gay rapes around here, I know. If- I know the perpetrator is. I've got "Where Is My Man" uh, by Eartha Kitt in the chart. Hold on, was we gonna was we gonna talk about that's living all right? Yeah. Um. What was living all right for us as eleven year olds? Like, what 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 would have been all right for us? Like, what would have been a yeah? That was all right. Like, what do we want? What was good for us? Uh, Star Wars figures. Y- yeah. What uh. Walking down Grey's, getting chips in Mumford's, Mm -hmm. or soup if you're going to get a Star Wars figure. Yeah, that was the rules, wasn't it? Yeah. If you you could either have chips from the chippy. How much was chips? I reckon chips were probably about, I don't know, 60, 70p. I remember thinking I got two quid pocket money. How much was soup? 15p. Was it 15p? And I, and I remember thinking, I've got two quid pocket money, so if I had soup, I could afford a Star Wars figure. Yeah. But if I had chips, I couldn't. Yeah. It's a no-brainer, really, isn't it? We did start having soup quite often, didn't we? Yeah. 
Can you remember buying any Star Wars figures? Apart from, you know, I, I, I know you said you got the ones after you went to see Star Wars. Was yeah. that Luke Skywalker and... R2-D2. And obviously, we remember getting Zuckers. Zuckers. Yeah. Can you remember buying any other Star Wars figures? I don't think so. Can you? <sighs> no. I, I remember buying. I remember buying Action Force figures. But I don't remember buying. I don't remember buying any Star Wars figures apart from when we found Zuckers. But I must have because you, I, I had sixty five up my mum's loft and I couldn't nick them all off you. <laughs> no, we had bloody loads and and yeah, as did everyone else. Yeah. So yeah, but I don't ever remember like standing there looking at a wall of figures going, "I really want that one," and like and you know going there. Purposely yeah. to buy that figure, but I must have done. Yeah, but I don't remember it. No, that's really interesting. It's right. weird. Yes, it's weird, isn't it? Because I remember getting um when when I got my snow speeder for Christmas, but I got all them fucking well, it ain't sport, is it? Because you got Millennium Falcon, you cunt. <laughs> Grab us another beer, will you? And I, I think I remember getting one of them mini rigs. You know the brown sort of Endor mini rig yeah. that the door kept coming off? Yeah. Because they were just a little bit shitter, weren't they, than, than the actual ships? I never got the mini rigs that I wanted. I really wanted that big gun oh, with the Imperial Stormtrooper. Oh, I've got that now. Like, I always, I've I wanna... tried to buy that over lockdown, and, uh, and they were really holding their money. Yeah. But all the other mini rigs, you can generally get them for about 50p each, but they've generally got something missing. They haven't, they? That fucking... I like the one where, where you press it down and the little wheels kind of go yeah, out. I think I've got that over there somewhere. I think. That's good, that one. Yeah. Um, okay, so... I wanted to just quickly talk about... Um, after that's living all right. Right. I went down a little Dick Clement and Ian Lafrenet rabbit hole. Who are they? They're the ones that wrote... Oh, Feeder's own pet. Right. Wrote The Likely Lads, Porridge, Lovejoy, uh, and uh, Ian Lafrenet wrote the lyrics to That's Living All Right. He used to like to well, write the sitcom, write the theme tune. And uh, they had a sitcom called Thicker's Thieves. Right, never heard of it, but it starred Bob Hoskins and John Thor. Wow. Yeah. What done one series... Eight episodes. Hoskins plays a burglar whose last job ended up with him doing a stretch. When he comes out, his missus ain't there to meet him, nor is his best mate. He gets home to find four has moved in with his missus. Oh, shit. Exactly. So the first episode has four falling down the stairs. No one believes Hoskins didn't have anything to do with it. But by episode eight, they've sorted it all out and they sat either side of her on the sofa or skiing with a pair of them. <laughs> Is there anyone that's going to look better with a balaclava rolled up as like a woolly hat than Oskins? No. Like, it's a good look on Oskins, that. Yeah. Like, Similarly, do you think, is there two people who there'd be more of a contrast with their face when they're doing their beans as Hoskins on one side and Thor on the other. I reckon Hoskins, probably like, shouts out Gucha or something like that. Yeah. Like, or if he's feeling jovial, might cross his eyes and think it's a bit of a bit of a joke. Yeah. Thor. So, and say, oi, oi. Yeah. Thor. 
he's a very serious ejaculator thought. Very, very isn't he? serious bunker. Yeah. Right. No, not not a. You wouldn't see his lip curling up as he ejaculates, would you? No, no, not at all. Not at all. I really want to watch that now. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Um, I mentioned Where Is My Man by Eartha Kitt. Like, who was Eartha Kitt? Right. You sent me a note about Eartha Kitt, and it was exactly the same as my note, rhyming slang. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Going for an Eartha. But, like... Right. But, like, I always remember, even when I was young, she was, like... Parading around like she was some right sauce pot, but right. like she just looked yeah, like but... one of your nans, mate. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly that. So I've got, I've got. I didn't know much about Eartha Kit apart from she sung Santa Baby. Right. Uh, she was in Batman, and she was a bit of a sexy old rotter. She was in Batman, wasn't she? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Right, but I, I, I had a little look on Wikipedia. I think she had quite a harsh upbringing. I'm not going to go into that here because I'm trying to keep it light. Um, but uh, apparently she, uh, and this this isn't bollocks, right. um, went for dinner at the White House and spoke out against the Vietnam War at a White House dinner. First Lady Johnson asked her for her thoughts on the Vietnam War uh, and Eartha Kitt replied, you send the best of this country off to be shot and maimed. No wonder the kids rebel and take pot. And that made Mrs. Johnson cry. And apparently... Uh, it's widely believed that Kit's career in the United States was ended following her comments. Fair play, fucking her for Kit. Yeah. After which she was branded a sadistic nymphomaniac by the CIA. So all that about her being a sexy old rotter, I think, stemmed from... Just the fact that the Earth for Kit hit the... Yeah. <laughs> the Earth for Kit hit the steely dad. <laughs> oh, well, oh, mate. Well, well, while we're on topic about the right. Eartha Kit in the Steely Dan, yeah. um, inspired by Eartha Kit and a section on my old website, I've got a new game called 80s Rhyming Slang. Yes! Brilliant! <laughs> right, so I'm going to list five things from the 80s, and you have to tell me what they're rhyming slang for. Oh, I'm loving this, yeah. All right, this, yeah. Could, this could be an ongoing thing, because I've got a big section on my old website where I had lots of 80s rhyming slang. Right, uh, number one. Adam Ants. Pants. Good start. I had a dicky belly in the pub. Let one go and shat myself. I went in the bogs and hid me Adams down the back of the cistern. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, number two. Uh, all feeders ain't pet. Ooh. I could give you a clue if you yes, like. Yes, please. My dog's having a bit of trouble with his walnut, so I took him to the all feeders, eh, who stuck a finger up his ass. Oh, a vet? Yeah. Oh, right, brilliant. I was trying to think, I thought it might be something rude. Right, it's just rhyme, oh, g- general no, rhyming yeah, slang. Yeah, just rhyming slang. Right, eight, oh, brilliant. 80s rhyming slang. Right. Uh, Buck's fizz. <laughs> um, I imagine it would be probably in the context of... Uh, yeah, I was looking at a picture of Jay Aston and, like, giving it a good old rub, and then before I knew it, I shot out a load of Bucks Fizz all over the place. That's better than what I've got. <laughs> what you got? Uh, I must have done a gram of Bucks Fizz on Saturday night, and I was up till half past five in the morning, furiously wanking my tiny bullet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
And we snotches. <laughs> we snotches. Right. Um, right. Uh, number four, uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates. Um, Could just be an everyday item. A coat? Very good. <laughs> I'm not stopping where I'm not welcome, Shirley. Go and fetch our Daryl and Johns. We're going home. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and finally, Club Tropicana. Oh, I'm struggling with this one. Guess a clue. Uncle Mick's going down the Amers at the weekend to see him play Watford. He's bought a big bag of Club Tropicanas to lob at John Barnes. He's Rami Slang will be back next month. Right. <laughs> um, Thomas Dolby's in the charts with uh, Hyperactive. Oh, I didn't say that. Yes, yeah, the talent in the charts. Huh. What's your thoughts on uh, Thomas Dolby? Um, eccentric. Spectacle wearer, famously. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> What's your fault? Anyone had a look at him? Has <laughs> 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 anyone had a look at him? Well, I'm just saying, look at like, what you've just described him as. I mean, there's lots of eccentric spectacle wearing people that. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him around for a while. Why is he keeping his head down? Yeah, good point. <laughs> Check his hard drive. Um, His hard drive probably just be full up of samples, I'd imagine. Yeah. I remember thinking I should really like Thomas Dolby when I was young because I liked Howard Jones, but I remember just hearing some of his songs and thinking, they're not very good. No, he was quite hard to love, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, Lee's shouting at the podcast and waving his fist now. He's pulled over in a lay-by. Someone's (laughs) going to get it. (laughs) Yeah. You didn't even indicate, mate. <laughs> Five minutes later, it's being dragged through the window. Um, yeah, I, like I remember, like I think she blinded me with science was on that VHS video you had, mm. and like I remember just thinking it's not that good. I can't even. I, I couldn't tell you how any any of his songs go. Really hyperactive. I, it's I poetry in motion. Blinded <laughs> me with science because he's oh, yeah, yeah. And talking. What's his name? That fucking. I don't know, old bloke, uh, someone quite famous uh, talks on that. Um, He actually, Thomas Dolby, plays keyboards for Bowie at Live Aid. Oh, really? When uh, Bowie comes on, and it was like, he'd only got told about it about two days before, saying he had to learn Modern Love and whatever else Bowie played. And yeah, he uh, I don't even think he gets a shout out, but yeah, Bowie's keyboard player at Live Aid. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you Hmm. go. Boring fact for you. Uh, bit of trading. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Places? Yeah. Training places, simple game. Um, we, uh, we, 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 we talk about some sadly departed celebrities from the 80s. Um, but for the purposes of this game, Cunt can bring them back. However, he has to been a modern-day celebrity. I started a joke. Robin Gibb. Oh, imagine that. Robin Gibb back. Did oh, you? that'd be good. Can we yeah. have Morris back as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got All a right. pair of them. Let's, let's, have, let's just say, yeah, they, they, they come as one. Morris had a song called One, didn't they? Yeah, Morris and Robin. You've got the, the like the three BGs back together. Fuck it, Andy as well. <sighs> You'll be wanting some brothers then, wouldn't you? Yes. Famous brothers. I don't mean black people. <laughs> <laughs> Famous brothers. You got the ones from Right Said Fred that got a bit conspiracy mad lately, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. What are their names? Richard and... The Fairbrasses. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you Richard Fairbrass, the other slaphead, and Craig Fairbrass, the actor who's fucking in the Essex Boys films, and we can have all three BGs back. Fantastic. Uh, Patrick Waite of Musical Youth. Oh. I imagine having Musical Youth back. <sighs> Taken too soon, money. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you what, you can have a fellow black man who's been around too long, Bill Cosby. It's all right, isn't it? Yes. Moses Hightower, a.k.a. Bubba Smith. Big fella, wasn't he? Big fella. You need some big, tall streak of piss, fucking waste of sperm and eggs, didn't you, to swap for him, lab baby. (laughs) And lastly... Roger Christian of the Christians. Oh, the original lineup back on tour. Mm. Get your jacket back out. Mm. Um, I'll give you a Christian for a Christian. Uh, Archbishop Justin Wilby. Fantastic. <laughs> he says with a mouthful of cheese and onion walkers. <laughs> um, what else you got for music, mate? Um. So just just going down the charts. John, nobody told me by John Lennon. I don't know. Where does that go? Nobody told me there'd be days like these. Oh, fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's really good, isn't it? Mm. That that was the first single from his posthumous album. Up to 28. Feels like heaven. John, I went and had a little look. I went and had a little look at them, not in the way that people should be looking at Thomas Dolby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's it's really fucking good. Feels like Evan by Fiction Factory. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking great. What would you say? That's I, I bow, would say. Bow, 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 it's good, isn't it? Bow, bow, bow. Don't it make you wonder how something could be so fucking good and then not have anything else that good? Maybe they did, but maybe just didn't get any exposure. <laughs> well, I, I went and had a little look at the follow up. Oh, this don't bode well. Well, it's called Ghost of Love. Right. It don't bode well, does it? No. And uh, yeah, it's not terrible. Like in eighty standards, it's pretty good. But um, the videos, like them all performing in a marquee, like it looks like they've skimped on the video. And I, I think it might have been sunk by the video. Like 
they, they, they're a little bit old, like sort of late 20s. The bass player looks like um, Pat Sharp. He's got the Pat Sharp hair, though. And then the rest of them, like the singer, he's a bit serious looking and he looks a little bit like he's blind. Not like our, not as blind as Howard Jones, but you know, like it's a little bit, a little like bit. Like the bloke from Dragons Den. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I, I think he yeah. It just might have been. They they might have been fan oh, because it's a really fucking good song and mm. it feels like ever and it's clearly a hit because it was a fucking great song. Mm. But um, you need like a following, don't you? If you're going to have follow up. It peaked at twenty eight. It peaked at twenty eight. That's what it says on this chart. Fucking hell. Is it it peak at 28 this week? No. I'm going to jolly well look this up. Right. Quite straight. That's quite sad. It can't. That's bad, isn't it? If that's. Or or maybe that's. It feels like. Peak 28 weeks too. Right. I'm going next week on the charts. Feels like heaven. But the verse is the good bit. Oh, it's up to to 12 this week. Right. Let's have a look at next week. It feels like it should be. I mean, it should be a fucking number one, that, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my computer's not letting me go forward a week. We're never going to know where it peaks. Uh, well, I mean, we talk about it in the weeks to come, but uh, In at 40, Holiday by Madonna. She's starting to trouble the charts, isn't she? That's In at 40? Mm. I didn't know that. Mm. Uh... You've got a different chart of me, you cunt. Have I? Yeah. Well, I sent you the link, you prick. Hold on, have you got 1983? What? <laughs> no, you ain't, because you've got feels like heaven. Uh, in at 31, nobody going to break my stride. Nobody going to hold me you down. down. Oh, no, I've got that 31. Got to keep on moving. Where have you got holiday? Number 40? Yeah. Huh. Have you? No. What have you got, 40? A, a Night in New York by Elbow Bones and the Racketeers, whatever the fucking hell that is. Oh, hold on. I've gone forward, I've gone forward a week now. Idiot. Oh, that's why I ain't at number four. <gasps> Following week, up to number six, feels like Evan Butter Fiction Factory. Brilliant. This is the 29th of January. Oh, this week, in at 49, It's My Life by Talk Talk, but we'll, we'll, we'll save that. Oh, really? Yeah, let's save that for next time. That, is, that That's all deserves a full hour. Oh, uh, Sorry to plot spoil for next month, but Fiction Factory feels like Evan's back on the way down. Oh. It's so good, that song. Yeah. The verses are sort of better than the chorus, but it's really fucking good. It's a bit like, you know, like um, Adventures, Broken Land. It's that kind of mm. thing, isn't it? But a bit more kind of early 80s. It's ace. Yeah. Uh, um, go on. I'll tell you what I've got here. Um... Number 21. Yay, Rat Fiends! Oh, another one it wonder. Icicle Works, Love is a Wonderful Colour. How's that go? Love is such a one. Right, do you know what? The chorus is all right. It's like a big fucking, like, Rialto sort of chorus, but the verse is like... Who was Abzi and McNabb, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I know nothing about him or, or them. He had dodgy teeth and the verses sound like something David Brent would have written. Just fuck me up. Ian McNabb, ladies and gentlemen. Number 24, I Am What I Am, Gloria Gaynor. One of the gayest songs ever. Did you used to play that in uh, in the clubs? Yeah. Yeah. 
That that I I didn't know this uh, until today. Was that come from? Uh, it was like a show tune from a musical, like about you know about gays and drag people. Didn't know that. Cage O Folly. Mm. Mm. Uh, bloke who wrote it also wrote Hello Dolly. Well, hello, Ooh, darling. It's so good to have you. Uh, do you know what? <laughs> I used to work with uh, these two old boys. I've told you about it. It was in the 80s. It was when I would have been about... It was in between when I left Palmer's and before I went to tech, I got this job. Yeah. It was just after I got nicked. Yeah. And like, and I got a job and then... I forgot you did a stretch. And like... <laughs> did uh, you have the top bunk? Like... <laughs> and then uh, fucking... I ended up getting this job making these little pumps. I've spoken about this on a podcast, and I made the pumps for spitting image puppets. Oh, and really? Like, yeah, this company in Ockingdon. And uh, and it was fucking mind-numbing, just sitting in this little factory. But there was these two old boys that sort of run, like, the the, the, the little bit that I worked in. Yeah. And, uh, and they would sing songs like that all day, like Dave and Eric. Yeah. And, like, one of them would be like... Wow, hello, darling. <laughs> and then the other one would start singing in. Then they could do one of them like proper, like, like really loud whistles. Yeah. And they'd all like whistle away. And I'd think, fuck me, shut up. And uh, and every morning he'd come in and he'd go, uh, Dave, nice out. And Dave would go, yep, think I might leave it out, eh? Well, just... people you fucking have to work with. Yeah. Uh, I got the sack. Right. They were just like, look, we've. we've We've, we've looked at your your uh, probation period, and we don't really feel like this is the right job for you, mate. Didn't laugh at the right jokes, and like, and I also remember just thinking, "Well, they're right." Yeah, like, and that's where I went to college. Hmm. I was like, "I really want to do this." It's your problem, your problem was you sucked all the wrong cocks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't suck Dave or Eric's. No, exactly. Sucked all the wrong cocks. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, hello, Dolly. And, and that, there was actually a woman called Dolly that <laughs> used to bring round like a big urn, yeah, and, like and sell like biscuits and sandwiches, like at like half ten and at twelve and at like. So were they o'clock. singing it to her? No, but like, but like, they were like, oh, it's really. Oh. I'm trying to think of the other songs they sung. Did it, you ever hear mine and my sister's version of "Hello, Dolly"? No, it was on one of the uh, one of the old. Old pubic cube cassettes, right. and like the first one when I just learned how to use me uh, like keyboard equipment. Yeah, and uh, we'd done a cover version of Hello Dolly. It was ambitious. Right, go on. I was fucking terrible. <laughs> it's really terrible. Why did you do that song? Don't know. I'll tell you why I did it. Because when we uh, we went to Benidorm on holiday, and at the hotel. The staff would always put on these staff shows mm. that were like over sexualized and really fucking inappropriate for families. They keep talking. <laughs> they had uh, they did Dracula one time, and the manager would. I mean, this was this was the eighties, yeah, and it was acceptable in the eighties. But he'd basically pull women out of the audience, you know, that were there with their families, and pull them into this coffin, and and shut the lid, and like their legs would be hanging out, and he'd be miming humping them and stuff. And uh, just a laugh. Yeah, it was just a laugh. And then when uh, me and uh, me and Lil went back in the nineties, and uh, they were doing the full Monty, 
and it was the manager and all the staff, like you know, the people you'd see every day behind the bar, uh, all did the full Monty and got their cock, <laughs> <laughs> got their cocks out. Well, yeah. Uh, and, but but one of the shows they did was Hello Dolly. Yeah. And uh, the manager, Jose, mm-hmm. who was a bit of a character, he was a bit like a Manuel from Faulty Towers kind of character, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sort of lo- lovable Hispanic uh, diddy man. It's got to be racist, that. Uh, what? What you just said there. What? Lovable Hispanic diddy man. <laughs> That's all right, isn't it? Um, and... Uh, he was done up as like a fella on one side, and then turned around the other the other side, and was done up as a lady, like in a, in a full dress, you know, make up the lot. Yeah. And uh, they did "Hello Dolly," so he was when they were singing the fellas bits, he was turned around and was part of the chorus, and when they did the Dolly bits, he was turned around as Dolly doing that. So this is my my stance on that level of entertainment, right? Yeah. If I go somewhere and there's entertainment provided by the the resort, yeah. the hotel, the holiday camp, wherever you're at. What I don't want <laughs> is where someone goes, that's West End level, that. <laughs> they could be in the West End. No, because you got the West End if you want to see things in if the West End. If you want a load of money and go and watch fucking that shit, go to West End. I want, I just want Phoenix Nights. I want shit. Oh, I mean, that was pure. Yeah. Yeah, pure. Phoenix Nights. But that's what you want, isn't it? If you go on holiday camp, you want you want that bloke that literally works behind the bars, just put a fucking syrup on and now he's doing <laughs> something else. I love that shit. That's entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I don't know whether I, I, I would have liked it as an adult, but as a kid it was it was massively intriguing. Do you want to be entertained though when you're going on with like that kind of thing? Like, do you want like? No, but I, I, I think no, no, I, I don't want to be entertained. I, I, I don't want to be entertained no. at all, really. I do bingo or something? Oh, I love bingo. Yeah, it's good bingo, isn't it? Do you find that like you get a little bit ratty if you get close and don't win? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not very good at that. Yeah, and like. If someone, there's no meritocracy, is there, in bingo? It's no. just pure fucking chance. If I'm like, if I've just got one number left and I just hear like some pension to go ass, I just think like, oh, fucking. Yeah, what use is that win to you? You're going to be dead in 10 years. That, that's the sort of stuff that goes through my head. Yeah. I just think like. Like, and there's no justice in bingo, is there? Because like, I consider myself good at it. I never miss a number. Yeah. Whether I'm using a dibber or a biro. Yeah, no, well done. I think pensioners are pretty good at it as well. I think most people are. Mm. Like, I like the ones that have like 25 cards. That's probably why they win. Yeah, but I just look at them and I just think, all right, there you go, you've just won a hamper. Like, great, take it home. You're elderly, you're vulnerable. I could easily knock on your door, get you to let me in, and I'll steal it. I thought you say, you're going to get that home, and there's olives in it. <laughs> Some, my, my mate Ben sent me a hamper, not Ben the sponsor, uh, but uh, our mate Ben Burning yeah. sent me a hamper, and it had olives in it. I like olives. Yeah, I like olives. But if you're a pensioner and you win a hamper no, with olives, foreign muck, do no, you? God no, no, no. You want biscuits? Yeah, exactly. You just take the olives down to the shore and throw them at the people getting off the small boats. <laughs> 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 TV. Hmm. 
my TV listings kick off with inch high private eye. Can you remember that? Sounds like some with a tiny cock. It does, doesn't it? Inch high private eye. It was a fucking cartoon. It was fucking great. So tell me more about inch high private eye. What was he? Uh, he was a private eye and he was small. Huh. That's all I really know, remember about it. But Paul Daniels cock. Inch high private eye. Yeah, it's what he called it. Yeah. He said to Debbie, are you going to attend to inch high private eye now? Yeah. Worship it, Debbie. Right. And she'd have to wank him off with a pair of tweezers. <laughs> <laughs> who was it Who was it got licked out by an Alsatian? Was it Debbie McGee or Carol Smiley? <laughs> Tweet in. Let us know. <laughs> Carol, oh, if you're listening. Yeah, what, so, yeah, tweet um, Carol. Yeah. Or Debbie. Yeah. 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 Um, while you're at it, uh, tweet uh, Del Boy or Cliff. We should <laughs> we should just put a poll up on the Twitter, Del Boy or Cliff. <laughs> Okay. Oh, third option, both. Everyone's going to go for both, aren't they? Um, right. So, like Saturday morning cartoons, can you remember? Wait till your father gets home. Wait till your, your father, father gets, gets Wait till your, your father, father gets, gets home. home. Uh, I remember, like, really liking that. I think I just liked the theme tune more than the actual cartoon. Yeah, because I can remember the theme tune, but I remember nothing about the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, fucking hell, Inch Our Private I was on for 25 minutes. Uh, and then, um, right, then Saturday Superstore comes on, right? So, uh, with Mike Reed, Cheggers, Craven, and Sarah Green. Yep. Solid lineup. It's what you want on a Saturday morning, apart from Mike Reed. Because it ain't good Mike Reed, is it? It's, oh, uh, ain't it? No, no. Oh, shit, it it shit Reed. Fucking wallop, is it? It's, oh, is uh, this on BBC then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but that would have been great. Cheggers, Craven, Sarah Green, and Pete. <laughs> that would have been fucking brilliant. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, so Manager Mike at the store offers you Manager Mike. I hate the fact that fucking Mike Reed called himself Manager Mike. I think he might be a cunt, Mike. I mean, we know he is a cunt now, yeah. retrospectively, don't we? We were at Brexit song, yeah. You keep Calypso. Fucking. <laughs> Rolf Harris is in the coffee shop. He's got a very special star bargain that could be yours. Oh, shit. Howard Jones, he'll be singing his new song live in the store. Huh. Uh, pop superstar David Essex will be there. Hear his latest single and call him on number removed. Uh, how good is that? That you could just like get your phone and ring up. Yeah, I think they stopped that, didn't they? After the old five star and Matt Bianco debacle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you ring up right, and uh, and you get put through on this episode, right? Uh, can't this is uh, you're through to uh, to David. Hello, my son. You alright? Smelly gypsy cock. I really wish 
you could still win. I don't know. We should set up. We should buy like a fucking a a, a, a ten quid phone with just some number that only gets incoming calls. And ask people just to ring it up and just leave <laughs> fucking little messages and hang up because there's nothing better than hearing something like that and then a ringtone, isn't there? Yeah. She's a boop. <laughs> While the other person on the end of the line's trying to make sense of what's just been thrown at them. <laughs> I oh. love things like that though because people people have been building up to that moment, haven't they? What but if... but but the person on the other like David Essex, he wouldn't be ready for anything, would no. he? <laughs> uh, you got anything for TV, by the way? Um, no. Um, grandstand. I've had a look at it. Horses, arrows, and boxing. Do you think they knew their market? Yeah. Right, grandstand. Like and anyone that was in on a Saturday would want that. What was your old man's like day on a Saturday? Would he have a couple of lunchtime pints and then watch stuff like that? Can't really remember. I, I think my old man. My old man would generally work on a Saturday morning. Right. Um, if they had, like... I think they'd usually work on a Saturday morning, but just, like, till lunchtime, down the pub. Then I don't really have any memories of Saturday afternoons. I think, we, I think we'd be out on a Saturday afternoon, yeah. wouldn't we, usually? I think so. I mean, I always remember, like, knocking for you at 10 o'clock to go to Graves. Yeah. And probably getting around at half nine. And, like... But by, by the time we walked down, it was lunchtime because we'd always have uh, get lunch from Mumford's, wouldn't we? So yeah. it must have been 12 o'clock, so I wouldn't have had lunch before 12 o'clock. And then were we being grazed for hours? I guess a couple of hours. It's a small town, isn't it? <laughs> it's shit, isn't it? Where, where would we go? Like, I, I remember Menzies. going to John Menzies. Woolworths. Woolworths, yeah. The smoker's shop. Yeah. <laughs> It's scraping the barrel, isn't it? The smoker shop. I went in the smoker shop once, and they were selling this like um, Cadbury's done this like uh, alternative cream egg that was a mint egg, mm. and they were selling them for five p because they'd gone out of date. Was this when you made yourself poorly? <laughs> I bought so many, and I ate a lot of them. No wonder I was a fat kid. Fucking oh, cheap eggs. Yeah, when they sell them for five p, they're, they're out of date, sir. I don't care. Yeah, I eat them all. Learn the old way, <laughs> but like that, that, like going in three shops does not kill two hours. We go and cause trouble in the library, wouldn't we? Oh yeah, and I sit on the benches and say things in front of old people. Latterly, that was bad, wasn't it? That's someone's nan, wasn't it? Yeah, but like uh, this is the thing. I've got people feeling sorry for old people walking around Marks and Spencers in their slippers. Like on VE day, they were sucking all the cocks. I do remember, like, we would just sit on a bench next to, like, an elderly couple and we'd just go, do you know what, ain't the Queen Mum a right cunt? How old do you think we were when we said that? Teenagers. Must have been teenagers. Wouldn't have been doing it at 12. Yeah, I remember that. 13 or 14? Yeah, 13 or 14. (laughs) I just can't stop thinking, why is the Queen Mum such a cunt? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that old bloke just grabbing me and going, the Queen Mum's got more going for her in her little finger than you've got in your old body. Shut up. Shut up, Grandad. <laughs> I was only saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wasn't the response we wanted, was it? I don't know. I don't know what the response was. I wanted was. disgust. I didn't want someone to grab me. Probably would have shit myself. 
Um, but um, of a Saturday evening, my old man would take us out somewhere. Really? Yeah. We'd, we'd all jump in the car. And, That's living all right. Yeah. Like where? Um, like Canvey Island or South End. Well, you're going to play the arcades? Yeah. I mean, obviously not every week, but it felt like Spoiled. we did. It felt felt like we did it a lot. Um, Isle of Sheppey. Where's that? You know, like Sheerness. Oh, right. where's hmm. that? In Kent. Right. You know, just over, just over the bridge, down the A two. Take the A two four nine. I didn't know any of this. Yeah. No, not the location. But yeah, we do that like of a of a Saturday night because I I remember sort of coming. We must have been quite young because I remember coming back. And you'd just kind of be pulling up to the house and you'd be pretending to be asleep so you'd get carried up to the house. Oh, I did that all the time. Brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember doing that on the way home from the gas club a few times, opening your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Leg and a wing. Mrs. Whiffing. Just <laughs> Mr. Whiffing in. <laughs> Can he take the legs? <laughs> Roy's had a busy day. <laughs> He's all tuckered out. Little Roy, you've had a busy day. <laughs> uh, right, and then um, Grandstand for about nine hours, then at 5.20. It was long, wasn't it, Grandstand? Mm, mm. Jim will fix it. Synopsis. Dear Jim, please may I drive a team of huskies. Seasonal. Pick up Torville and Dean's flowers. Be picked up by Jeff Capes. Yes. Be a pigeon in Trafalgar Square. Now, I don't know if life was just shit then, but like, I, my memories when I wanted to go on Jim Will Fix It was to do something absolutely amazing. What did you want to do? Go to the Star Wars Figures Factory because, <laughs> because I knew that at the end they'd get give you yeah, a that, gift. How many people do you reckon wrote that? Because I wrote, I want to go and visit the Action Man Factory. Yeah. I just wanted them when they go at the end and give you your badge to go, oh, we got you this. Yeah, we got you an action man. How many people do you reckon had that? Were, were, were thinking two steps ahead. It was insane the amount of people that used to write to that show, wasn't it? Yeah. Like We all had a lucky escape, though. You, you'd have got given the action man and then you'd have felt another grip in hand. Yeah, and it, well, hopefully it would have been Jeff Coates lifting you above his head. <laughs> but, like, imagine like finding your way through all of them letters... And then you just go on telly, and then all that happens is Jeff Capes just picks you up. If that's if that's all that happens to you, and Jim will fix it, you've had a lucky escape. Jeff Capes should have picked him up and thrown him up a tree so he couldn't reach any kids. <laughs> Pick up Torville and Dee's flowers. Pick your own flowers up, you posh cunts. Yeah. Fucking pick up their flowers. <laughs> uh, Was Torville knocking off Dean? Ma. Hmm. Nah. I reckon old, uh, I bet, I don't like Dean, I bet he's nasty. He's got a nasty oh, really? look about him, yeah. But what's nasty, what, like, he's a snide? Yeah, I, I reckon he'd, he'd, he'd sell you up the fucking river for a pound note. Oh, really? He's just got a look about him. Yeah. Like. Is there any evidence of this over the years, like him selling people up the river for a pound note? It's all guesswork. Yeah. It's all guesswork. Well, at least it's consistent with the rest of the podcast. Uh, if anyone's got any uh, stories about Christopher Dean... Being uh, a cunt. I like, don't want to hear anything about him visiting a hospice. No, none of that. No. None of that. None of that. Like, like, I'm talking about just, like, stitching someone up. Yeah. Just, like, forgetting his friends once he made it. Yeah. Or, like, 
if you've serviced his computer and there's anything of interest on his iPhone. <laughs> Oh, USB sticks, hell. any any form of storage device. Uh, <laughs> after that, it's little and large. Uh, I remember loving the idea of little and large. Sid Little, skinny little bloke, big glasses, Eddie Large, uh, just round bloke. Uh, they should have been called fat, smug, cunt, and skinny, boring prick. Little and large. Cleo Rocos was on there as well. Four. She was 80s crumpet, wasn't she? Not half. She was a cut above Cleo Rocos, wasn't she? Yeah, she really was. Uh, and then, right, so I'm going to move over to ITV. Let me just pull <clears> this up here. Where are we? Uh, BBC schedule. Here we go. Uh, Does this podcast just go, he was a bloke? Oh, he was a nonce? For the 80s. <laughs> the Saturday show. <coughs> which we've, Acceptable um, in the 80s. Which we touched upon on, on Saturday mornings on ITV. Um, so I fucking had a little look at it. Uh, now you've used the phrase, I've had a little look at it. No. And, uh, and they, they had a, multi, a multitude of different like presenters, but they nearly had... Big Daddy as a presenter. Oh. But he had art problems, so he oh. couldn't. Like, can you ever remember him in Big Daddy Talk? So I was trying to imagine him as a presenter, and I was thinking, I don't think I've ever heard him talk. I heard his brother talk. Who's his brother? The the skinny bloke who introduced all the wrestlers. Was that his brother? That's Big Daddy's brother. The one who wore the half red and half yeah. blue spangly jacket. That was Big Daddy's brother. I never knew that. There you go. <laughs> Big Daddy! He's a, he's a, he's a. fantastic, Big Daddy. I would say, if I had to name my 80s heroes, he would be right up there. Big Daddy. Brilliant. Brilliant. He was big and he was good as well when he was a force for good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was just a good bloke. Do you think he'd vote Brexit? Like he wore a lot of Union (laughs) jacks. I don't think he'd like change. I don't think he'd like change. I think he... Uh... Oh, do you think him and Aistax would be out there pushing the boats back as they <laughs> as they arrived on Folkestone Beach? <laughs> Imagine that. You're on one of them boats just coming across the channel and you look up and it's just a fucking... Whoa! Roll back! Roll back! <laughs> a 30-stone geezer in a fucking Union Jack leotard. <laughs> Another geezer in his swimming trunks with his black hair drawn on. <laughs> Oh, dear. Right. <clears throat> uh, a fella in a Japanese mask holding a staff. <laughs> uh, right, I need you to fill in the blanks. Fraggle Rock was on. Uh, so I have a quick game of wankity-wank. Um, whilst alone in the Fraggle Rock lighthouse, housekeeper Falter McKay liked to put a blank in Sprocket's mouth. Who's Sprocket? The dog. The dog. Sausage. <laughs> Correct. It <laughs> was it was a lonely man, wasn't he? Yeah. A little look over each shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and before we move on to the news, uh, a quick game of um, Mike Reed's knob quiz. So, uh, oh, very, very it's a lot of games game. this week, isn't well, it? Well, I've, I've had a couple, and uh, I don't think I've got any left now, but uh, I should have waited till after the news for this one, but fuck it. Uh, Mike Reed's knob quiz, simple game. Would you want to do the news? Yes, do the news. You got any news? Uh, I've got some events. Well, what's happened? What, in January 1984? Yes. Well, stuff has happened. All right. What? Um... Right, January 9th, Brunei gains full independence from the United Kingdom, having become a British protectorate in 1888, whatever the fucking hell that means. Do you know where Brunei is? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I think it's in the Middle East. You have the Sultan of Brunei, don't you? That's how I've heard of it, the Sultan yeah. of Brunei. It makes you feel like it's the Middle East, doesn't it? Like, yeah, that's a good name, isn't it? What, Sultan? Have that on your CV. What yeah. do you do? I'm a Sultan. I'm a Brunei. Sultan. Mm. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Mm. Where would you be the sultan of? Don't say swing. What, and I'd have to reign over something? Yeah. Are you the sultan of the pink toothbrush? <laughs> what do you think you could reign over? Um, the sultan of smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can have that. Um... Did you see that in this month was when Jackson was doing the Pepsi commercial? I did, yeah. And his barnet went up on fire, didn't it? Yeah. Have you watched that? What, it's available to watch? Mm. No, I didn't see that. It's fucking mad. Oh, really? He proper goes up. And and there is rumours that ever since then he wore a wig. Oh, really? So do you think it like permanently scarred him? I would have thought so. Proper fucking goes. But this is 1984. Right. What, you think he was wearing a syrup after 84? So what come after that? Right, bad. so you got Thriller. Bad. What was bad, 88? Yeah. So he's had a few years. Did he put out, I don't know, say, 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 this year? No, it's all done, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that, that's, he did. Mm. He was fucked up when he, Michael Jackson. Yeah. <clears throat> Got some good songs. He has got some good songs. I think he was one. What's your favourite Michael Jackson song? Um, do you know what? I've never really thought about what my favourite Michael Jackson song is. I'd never listen to Michael Jackson. Hmm. Do you ever listen to Michael Jackson? Hmm. What do you listen to? Uh, essential Michael Jackson CD. So uh, what's that, like, uh, the best of Yeah, from Michael ABC Jackson. and Want You Back right the way through to <clears throat> fucking... Where's it stop, though? It's got to fucking stop after, what, like, Black and White or something? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. No one wants Earth song, do they? Like, um, oh, I fucking love Can You Feel It? Yeah, uh, yeah, but are we including Jacksons and Jacks? I mean, yeah. I, I think I Want You Back's a fucking... Yeah, it's perfect. Just perfect. Yeah. Um, but that bit in, in uh, Can You Feel It... You got fucking Tito or whatever just doing fucking uh, sings the first sort of verse, and then the minute Michael goes, "Oh, the people love yeah, you," just lifts go, it, doesn't it? Oh, there you go. Yeah, that, there's the fucking talent right yeah. there. That voice is unreal. Yeah, like fucking great. I, I, I'm gutted. I never saw Michael Jackson. Not not you know having a sleepover at Neverland, but like live. I'd love to have seen Michael Jackson. Really would. I, I, I would say. Bad as well. Bad tour. I'd love to have seen him then. 
I really, I, I, I don't know if I like anything off of bad. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know if it had gone shit by then. Oh, no. So what off bad is any good? Why you make me feel great. Yeah, it's all right, but like, uh, like any, anyone could have done the way you make me feel. Janet Jackson could have done the way you make Dirty me feel. Dirty Diana's like, good. Nah. Like, nah. Oh, I like Dirty Diana. Uh, nah, too much. <laughs> like all the fuck. <laughs> like all, <laughs> I like Man all, in the Mirror. All the normal like Collier. Fucking, uh, it, it's all right, Man in the Mirror, but yeah. it's a bit sanctimonious, isn't it? Uh, smooth criminals, all right. Yeah, so yeah, it's all right, but it ain't like yeah. it ain't fucking beat like, it, beat the... it or Billy Jean or Thriller or the off the wall. Was the the after one that was added onto it that um, don't just leave me alone, leave me alone. Yeah, oh, all was right. that on there? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, but it ain't fucking top level, Jackson, is it? Like like the ones you've mentioned, you know, mm. like fucking I want you back and yeah, them ones. I think I, I, I think the slippery slope has started at bad because bad's pretty fucking shite, isn't it? I don't like bad as a single. Like, was it was it every single track on that was a single? There was something like over, over here. There was something like eight singles, weren't there? Was another part of me a single? Yeah, I think he must have released everything on that. No, I don't think there. Were, I don't. I, I think there was one or two that weren't singles. I think over here there was eight singles off bad. I had that fucking um, picture disc thing with square picture discs in like a plastic sleeve that all kind of folded up and then you opened it out and it was a picture of Michael Jackson playing what like no not playing with some boy's bum hole like playing live (laughs) (laughs) right Michael Jackson bad songs right bad was a single the way you make me feel was a single speed demon was a single oh no speed demon weren't a single speed Demon. It was. It was a video where it was on the fucking... It wasn't a single in the UK. It was the rabbit on the motorbike. No, I don't think it was. Liberian Girl single. Where are you getting oh, this from? Uh, I'm not. I'm just looking at the singles. Just Good Friends but Yeah, one. but where are you getting the info? I'm just looking, I'm just at, looking at the singles. I'm just looking at the track listing. I'm, I'm just guessing. Oh, you're right. I just can't stop loving you. Uh, yeah, another part of... Yeah, Lob, uh, Just Good Friends weren't a single. No. I think Speed Demon was a single. No. I'm going to tell you, because I'm going to Wikipedia, the true source of people's information these days. Released on September the 4th, 1989. Yeah, it was. No, fuck off. Right. So, right, there was nine singles from Bad. I Just Can't Stop Loving You, Bad, The Way You Make Me Feel, Man in the Mirror, Dirty Diner, Another Part of Me, Smooth Criminal, Leave Me Alone, Liberian Girl, Speed Demon. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. What else you got for news? Um Oh, uh, January the twenty fourth, nineteen eighty four, Steve Jobs launches the Macintosh personal computer in the US. Whatever happened to them? Did you was it a, a Mac you had? No, I've never had a Mac. What was your first computer? Um you cunt. <laughs> you know what it was. Acorn Electron. <laughs> <laughs> what? What were them shoes? <laughs> Give me another B, you cunt. Oh, that was quite bad. You swallowed that. So it? horrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bad. <laughs> 
you don't feel bad. No, no. Uh, any other news? Um, nope. Okay, well, let's um, let's just get through this. Uh, you got any more news? Nah. Uh, oh, have I? I should have a look. Uh, oh, for sport, it's just darts, snooker, tenant sixties. What's that? It's like tenant super, but it's an extra percent. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that back then everything was sponsored by Snats and Lager. Good days. Uh, oh, yeah, I've got some news. Uh, oh, it's all really miserable news. Give me some miserable news. Old Pat Phoenix leaves Coronation Street for the second and final time as Elsie Tanner. Did you used to watch Coronation Street then? Yeah, I did, because we, we, um, when we went to swimming lessons, we'd go back round me nans afterwards. Mm. I don't know whether it would be... I, mem- or I remember be, watching this then. Be just be- yeah. I remember watching Elsie Tanner in it. Yeah, definitely. Right. My, my nan still had a black and white telly, like, for fucking years, like, into the 80s. Because yeah. I think they were renting their... T- I think they were renting their telly. Rumbelows. Yeah. But yeah. lots of people did, didn't they? Yeah. Radio rentals. And, uh... Yeah, you go around there and she'd have Coronation Street on in black and white. I had a black and white portable till about 1987. Oh, yeah, I had a black and white portable. Like, just messing around with a little fucking aerial at the top, just trying to get yeah, a better Frustrating picture. that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and that was when I had that fucking big old Betamax video that Large gave me. and a porno on it as well, but, like, every time I'd sort of get in at night pissed or, like, fucking late at night, I'd think, oh, fucking... And it was plugged into me black and white portable... And like, I'd just stick it in, and then <laughs> you'd be all trying, be trying to be really quiet with it. You press eject, and it go, <laughs> and it was so loud. And every button was like, <laughs> like you could not have a fucking quiet look at Grot, and your parents were in the room next door. No, kids these days don't know they're fucking born, do they? No. Like imagine Patrick Holiday, his birds fucking dumped him. Like having to have a wank in black and white with a loud fucking Betamax video recorder. He's on his phone, isn't he? On Pornhub. Of course he is. Looking at fucking. Choking, poking, yeah. fucking. Yeah. What, what 80 fucking euros can get you in Amsterdam? <laughs> <laughs> Good on him, though. We're not bitter. No, no, you enjoy yourself, no. mate. Um, get yourself checked out when you come home. Right. Let's, uh, let's sort out this uh, Mike Reed's knob quiz. Simple game. I'm going to give uh, Cunt four cocks, and uh, and I want you to rate them from small to biggest. Okay, so your cocks are as follows. Paul Rutherford of Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Oh. Springsteen. Oh. Big Daddy. Mm. Billy Ocean. So you've got four cocks there, mate. And I want you to tell me the smallest first. I'll refresh you again. Rutherford. Yep. Paul Rutherford. Of Paul, Frankie not Goes Mike. to Hollywood. Yep. Yep. Uh, Bruce the Boss Springsteen. Big Daddy, a.k.a. Shirley Crabtree. And uh, Billy Ocean Colour Scene. Um, smallest cock. Mm-hmm. Big Daddy. Definitely. He ain't seen it for years. No. Years. No one, in fact, no one knows how big it is. They just know it's not long enough to stick out under his gut. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, that he, he spent years at marriage counselling with Mrs. Crabtree. She's very, very unsatisfied. Yeah, like it was like a crab apple. It, it really was. It really was. It, it wasn't a happy place for Daddy home. 
No, but he never raised his hand. No. <laughs> You're left with Billy Ocean colour scene, Bruce Springsteen, and Paul Rutherford of Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Um, The Boss. All right. Yeah. Not that well in dad. No, no, no. The the boss the boss does not have a big cock. He leads Part one. He leads you yeah. he, he leads you to believe he's got a big cock. Yeah. Levery. Yeah. He's got a well worn cock. Yeah. He's seen plenty of action. Yeah. But a lot of it from his hand. Yeah. Tour buses, you know, yeah. bunk beds. I can imagine it sort of smells of like stinks. <laughs> of the road. Yeah. He's cockassing life on the road. He's yeah. tra- it's a well travelled cock. Yeah. 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 Tired. Tired, tarnished, leathery complexion. His helmet's in reasonable shape because his foreskin's done his job. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. All right, so you're left with um, Paul Rutherford of Frankie Goes to Hollywood. For those that are uh, unfamiliar with Paul Rutherford, uh, leather cap, moustache, uh, energetic dancer, sometimes synth player. Yeah. Uh, in uh, in Frankie, uh, as well as uh, Billy Ocean, um, Rutherford, Ocean, Rutherford's cock. I envisage being of a medium length. Nothing to write home about. He looks after his pubes. Does he? Okay. Yeah. Can you see a picture of Rutherford's cock on the internet? Let's have a look. <laughs> I can imagine, though, he's... um. <laughs> your face as you're looking at a picture of Paul Rutherford's cock. I can imagine Paul Rutherford as... He, he's quite with the times, isn't he? He's not like Ian Botham. He wouldn't accidentally tweet a picture of his cock out to everyone, would he? No, he's been very, very, very. Um, uh, he's a he's a private man. Uh, there's no pictures of uh, Rutherford's cock online. Keeps himself to himself, and sometimes that's good. Yeah, not always. No, but in this instance, it is. He keeps his cock to himself. No need to show it off online or accidentally tweet a picture of it. I would say Rutherford's cock, medium length on the soft. Medium length on the yard. Nothing to write home about. Nicely kept. Um, and the average Scouse cock. Probably not a lot different to John Aldridge's cock. Ian Rush's cock. A similar kind of cock. All of a moustache. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Uh, Billy Ocean. So you're saying that, that Billy Ocean's got the biggest cock? Yeah. Is that what Red Light Spells Danger's about? Oh, yeah. And love really hurts. <laughs> when we're going to get stuff. <laughs> get into my car. Oh, fucking hell, Billy. Oh, fuck me. The irony is you'd have to open the door to get the leverage with one of that length. <laughs> have you got anything else? Nope. A little bit of pat chat? Yeah. Right, Okay. So, it's approaching the end of the financial year. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, Pat's got to do his tax return. Pat's got to do his tax return. Uh, And uh, 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 and basically, uh, he's had a letter from the Inland Revenue saying that uh, they'd like to pop to the yard and see Pat. 
uh, because he's declared a profit of 11 quid. Right. Um, <laughs> so, um, I mean, I don't know what's going on at the yard. I'm interested to know what Pat does with his cash. Well, it's been an odd year. Like, do you think Pat's got a bank account? What, in 1984? Yeah. No. What do you need a bank account for in 1984? It's got a sofa. Right. As <laughs> uh, he pay Martin? Um, he gets the Peak Frames biscuit tin out, he opens it and pays him in cash. <laughs> <laughs> What's he pay Martin a week? Um, 1984. What would that be, like five or a day? Yeah. 35, 35 a week. 10 embassy, couple of cans of Kestrel. And, and he can take his pick of car parts. Martin's got a little scooter. Yep. And he can get bits for it. He's, he's put a couple of extra wing mirrors on it. Yeah. Yeah, he fell off. Yeah. <laughs> Soppy bastard. He's useless. All right. Okay. Anyway, so they're sitting in uh, in the cabin, right? Uh, the bloke from Inland Revenue arrives at the yard in a new Ford Sierra. Uh, Martin runs in at the cabin going like, Pat, Pat, taxman's here. Yeah. How's that play out? Well, I mean, first thing, there'd be a fuck's sake. Right. Martin goes and gets him, uh, and and he comes through at the office, and Pat's just sort of sat there in his chair. Yeah. In his leotard. Yep. But it's January, it's fucking freezing. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Pat's cock's retreating inside his body. He's feeling vulnerable. Yeah. Well, the, the, the tax man's not. No, yeah. he's a slight fella, glasses, uh, kind of awkward pencil moustache. Mm. Uh, sort of ill-fitting man at CNA suit. Sweet Chuck meets Midure. Like, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much exactly that. And he says, uh, Mr. Roach, like, we'd like to know, you know, what, what, what's been going on with the business because uh, we find it hard to believe that there's only a, a profit of £11 uh, in this scrapyard. Pat gets his books out. Right. There's, like, one page, and it's right. just got 11 written on it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Doreen turns up at this point with Pat's lunch in a box and uh, and sort of puts down his lunchbox. He says cheers. He said, don't forget yesterday's lunchbox. And she goes into the, the back of the kitchen and picks up yesterday's lunchbox, but it's fucking stacked full of old fivers. She just takes that with her. Tax man don't need to know about that. Nah. Nah. Uh, so the, 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 the tax man's getting more and more irate. As uh, 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 as he's because he's getting no answers. He's looked at his bit of paper that's just got the, the numbers eleven. Yeah, and he's trying to explain that in you know in this day and age that's not sufficient. He wants to see some receipts, I'd imagine. Like, he would like to see some receipts. Like uh, he, he pulls out of his own pocket the receipt for his brand new uh, silver Sierra that he's got, and uh, quite smugly says, "This is what I paid for that. Here's the receipt. What have you got for all of these units in your yard?" So Pat shows him the book a bit closer <laughs> and he looks at it and Pat shuts it on his head. <laughs> He's broke his glasses. He says, what did you do that for? Pat don't like that phrase. <laughs> no. His neighbour said that when Pat drunkenly drove through his wall. Exactly. <laughs> Two minutes later, he's laying on a frozen puddle in the yard. Pat's put his own window through. 
In a very small cube, <laughs> Silver Sierra next to <laughs> The only plus point is Pat ain't come loose because it's so fucking cold in January. <laughs> January 1984, people. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next month. Licking rounder. <laughs> but not rounder. <laughs> Remembering when we were young in the 80s.